Okay, you're listening to the. You're listening to EJAC, not Radiolab. But that's a cool intro. Um, yeah, we could have done that a lot more professionally. If you would have warned me, of I, that, I knew could've... that if I brought it up, you would have had a really high tech way to do it. But I wanted it to be <laughs> really sloppy. I, I appreciate uh, that. <laughs> I thought I was hearing it in in the computer. I thought it was haunted for a second. Like you turned on Radiolab by accident. I don't know what happened. Anyway, uh, welcome. Welcome back, episode two. This is very exciting. We have yet to actually post episode one, so we're still. It's it's on the internet. Either. Isn't it? Well, it's on the internet, but it's not officially a podcast yet. What makes it officially a podcast? If it's available through iTunes, uh, through some RSS thing. I feel like the P's and T's are are very... More than last time? Yeah. Maybe my mouth is drier. I'm going to just go B's and D's. I don't notice a big big difference. The podcast. The podcast. The podcast. I shouldn't do that. The podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> it's all gonna be eerie. Beacon. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is a good way to start. Um, welcome back, episode two. Uh, have we learned anything from episode one? Um, n- no, uh, I I don't think so. We were talking about this on the way over, and Evan was saying that I shouldn't be overly critical of it because the bottom line is we're just we're just entertaining ourselves more than anybody. It doesn't matter what anybody thinks. Um, but I was saying, well, it doesn't matter. No, I'd like, no, I was, I was like, I listened to it again. I noticed I had the habit of laughing at my own jokes a lot to the point where when I was putting myself in the position of a podcast listener, I'd be like, that guy laughs at his fucking jokes all the time. And I'm, this is stupid. You know, I I was telling you not to be critical, but if I, I listened back to it as well. Uh What what, what did you think? I, I thought I said needless to say. Or um, in any case, <laughs> probably like 30, 40 times. Definitely more than you do in normal yeah, life. Yeah, I, I never say that. Needless to say. You do sometimes, when you're like telling a story. But, yeah, that's the thing. But that's and I felt like but, the whole thing I but was it, caught but up it, It's interesting because it's only when you're telling a story in front of a group of people. So I think it's kind of a little right. storytelling uh, habit little or tool or tick or something that you have. Yeah. Um, so it's good to be aware of. these Story-based these as, as we get better at, at talking when we're under the impression that people are listening, which is usually... So we did we did um, learn something from the last podcast. We do have one mic stand. Yeah, we have a mic stand now. We're gaining technology. It's not a bendy mic stand. It's not a bendy or a rolly. But, but it's, um, uh, we've, it's actually... It makes it wait. Like is it easier? Yeah, because I don't have to hold anything. Okay. I can just but it looks as long like as you're as long a, like not a. Com- I can lean back. I'm leaning on the, the on the thing here. On. I'm very comfortable. Okay. Yeah, I might not look comfortable. Plus, nobody can see us anyway, so this is just completely. We harmless. almost had pop screens. We almost did, and I forgot the fucking coat hangers to make bendy pop screens out of. But yeah. um, that's okay. Uh, so I don't know if this is relevant at all, but one thing I was a little bit worried about <clears throat> with the second episode podcast was. Like I do a lot of theater and whenever you have an opening night and you've never performed for an audience before, it's this big rush of adrenaline and everybody just comes off stage and you're sort of dazed. And that's sort of, I think, how we felt after the first episode of yeah. the podcast. We turned it off and we were like, oh, wow, what that was rush. amazing. What, what a rush. rush I feel on top of the world. And it was great. And we were really excited to do it again. So, uh, uh, so keeping the parallel going in theater, the second night is always kind of like a come down where the energy is a little bit lower. You had your big adrenaline rush. You had your big ejaculation like mm. we did the first time. Ba-doom-boom. Uh, so 
and then the energy is just a little bit lower. But then as you get better and you you, you get better at, at what, what you're doing and you're you more in it. tune with the audience and you hone it, then it, then it gets better from there. But what I'm thinking is like maybe the second episode might be a little lower energy just because the first time was so so what like we'd never done it was very very it's like a big rush to it yeah i get that yeah. although i do feel a lot more comfortable i, I feel comfortable that, too yeah a little more relaxed i don't know i don't know what that has to say about it i um i, I don't know the only thing that i felt beforehand was that i felt like there was going to be a longer break between you know i felt like it came up so fast maybe yeah, it's like wednesday my weeks, already my weeks go by yeah so quickly but so, so what did it, you do today uh, I had a day off. I uh, I woke up. I slept in. Woke up at the crack of noon. Rolled out of bed. <laughs> this is really engaging. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> what yeah. can you learn? I uh, got up and I sort of went on my computer for a while. I watched some porn. I interesting. What kind of porn? Yo. I joined Brazzers. No. Oh, can I have your password? Yeah. I mean, well, like they get. I can give it to you if, if it will yeah, it'll be work. fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, totally. You can have it. Man, I've been... You know what's really And you know funny? what? I, there's no way I'm going back to free clips I know, anymore. I know. It's the... It's, I can't... The I've actually been using the time that I've had... <laughs> the time that I've had with my computer, I've spent um, going in and trying to find free porn passwords. Uh-huh. So, like, there's, like, these weird things called paste bins, which is, like, not oh, really a directory file. So, you can search it and kind of get into it if if you get in like the day that it's posted okay because the second day a hundred people have used this password in the website and it in, shuts like, down well, obviously this is stupid okay i got a couple i got a couple not good ones damn well it's just but like, that sounds great it's high, I was looking for one of those high def and like it's only 20 bucks a month and you just have to be like i'm gonna cancel it after a month because then i think <laughs> but it just automatically will will, will renew Right. So I might, I might keep it. Maybe twenty dollars a month isn't so bad. If you think about it, it's better. That you probably use it more than Netflix. Way more. I never right. use Netflix. I just. Hmm. I just stream. I, I, I use Netflix a lot. You know what? What I do with my porn is I download it like just like full. You know, it's like a four gigabyte file. But what, that's that's kind of the thing about porn, though. It's like. But then you have this never, whole waiting game. Exactly. Exactly. You're never like, you know what? I'm gonna watch some great porn tomorrow. Yeah. It's like I just need it now, and then uh, it's over with. And you're like, ah, oh, shame, yeah. shame. I close I, tab, I never close plan tab, ahead tab, tab. for my porn watching, which uh, I've do- done it a couple times. Sometimes, if it's been a while, I do. But well, you have stuff. You have stuff saved on your. Computer, I definitely I have. St- I have my my favorites saved. Right. Yeah. My favorites. I have a couple of episodes of tonight's girlfriend. And uh, some old Heather Hunter classic stuff that I really like. <laughs> 80s style, right? Well, the 80s stuff, but like she, I, th- I forget what she ended her career. Sometime in the like early or mid 90s, or maybe as late as the two, as early 2000s. I'm not sure, but it's the later stuff that is really good. Yeah, you were telling me before you like like the stories. Not not so much just the stories or the plot. It's not like a narrative thing that I'm looking for. <laughs> it's more just like if they're good actors and you can tell that they're both really into it yeah. and they have maybe some sort of character thing going on, but just enough that it makes them sort of connect in a, in a way that seems mm. possibly realistic. Mm. Maybe, you know, see, I, I don't go for that kind of realism in terms of like a story. I, I can't watch super professional fake tits, bleach blonde hair, long nails, like screaming porn. It's just so, disingenuous i I feel like maybe i don't know maybe it's a hang-up of like my own but i feel like if the girl in the porn doesn't get off 
in what seems like a really natural way, then I'm just not into it. Right. Yeah, I guess I can suspend my disbelief <laughs> pretty well. <laughs> right. Because I know I definitely know what you're saying, but sometimes I like just the pure fantasy. Everything's ridiculously exaggerated right. and pretty obviously fake when you think about it. But I'm not really thinking about it that See, much. See, that's why I like amateur stuff. Like, it, you, you can tell it's just yeah. like... Maybe it's a voyeuristic kind of thing, just like a couple who decided oh, totally. one day very, to make a, a sex tape, and then you yeah. know they broke up, and the boyfriend posted it online. But yeah, and I know I, I agree with you. Most of those porn stars are really boring. Like um, Nicole Aniston, for example, she looks like she's never enjoying herself at all. She's just like a pure businesswoman when it comes down to it. Have you ever talked to girls about porn? Yeah, a little bit. So a common trend that I have found. Which is really surprising, whether it's a girl that I'm seeing at the time or just if it happens to come up in conversation. I feel like girls have got a lot more of an unexpectedly dirty side to their porn tastes. I've talked to a lot of girls and I'm just like, so what do you watch? Expecting to hear something like, you know, they've got four women porn, you know, like the X art and the passion yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that kind of stuff. But they're like, yeah, I like gangbangs. I like rape fantasies or like, you know, blacks on the Oh, yeah. I think think there's just way more of a stigma around it in terms of girls being like the whole sort of like slut shaming thing, I guess. Where uh, girls, I guess, are less willing to admit to crazy sexual taboos than men are because there's a lot of expectations in society that are like, you know, stuff they talk about in terms of feminism all the time. But when it comes to porn, it's like even more so because you don't want to admit you're like deep, dark shit. Yeah. And even, even guys, I don't think like to either. Um, you know what? The reason that I don't like to is because my porn tastes are actually very vanilla. I find that they're a little boring. I feel like when you reveal a um, like your porn taste, it's supposed to be surprising and like, oh, God, you're revealing something very dark about yourself. But for me, it's just it's really boring. I just it, I yeah like I, I i'm with you yeah like i do enjoy you know some like rougher porn but it's never never to right. the point where i'm like oh shit this is like actually dangerous it's just like passionate like ah, sex yeah, then totally. you can tell that it's just meant to be that yeah most of the time sometimes i watch some sketchy stuff and i'm like Ugh. And that's kind of gross but okay i'm looking up um an article here i'm trying to find one in, in particular that i that we need I a technician that can pull stuff up that's yeah right when we when we get big enough to hire a staff, the eject staff, <laughs> the fellow ejaculators, um, everybody ejaculates, even well, even girls. Well, in, in, okay, okay. So here we go. Um, what is this article? Uh, this is from Time Magazine. Twenty one percent of women prefer same sex porn to heterosexual porn. Twenty one percent compared to um, compared to one point eight percent of men. That doesn't sound right at all. It doesn't sound right at all. And I also very rarely trust surveys. Yeah. Only because when I fill out surveys, I lie all the time. <laughs> yeah. Or just like... Especially if it's about, like really personal. Like, Think about the kind of porn that... Or sorry, the kind of people that it takes to actually take the time to do a survey. Like, who are these people? Like, yeah, I wasn't part of the census. Nope. Nope. Because I'm sure that you see like an ad or something on a website that's like, fill out this survey and you just go, nope. No. Why would I do that? It's a scam. What are you looking up now? I'm trying to find the um, 
pornography statistics. Are you looking for the one where it goes like state by state in terms of what are the most popular? No, I've seen where it's that. It's like Utah loves gangbangs. Yeah, no, I've seen that. I've seen that. <laughs> I just uh, there was one comparing um, men and women's uh, porn habits, but it doesn't matter. You know what? Like we should have a technician because as I'm trying to find this stuff, I'm finding it's, I'm not having anything to say. This totally kills the conversation. <laughs> What we, what we should do is just plan it so we have things open already. But then, on the yeah. other hand, we don't never know where the conversation is going to go. Good point. Good point. So, you might think of something. But it actually might not be a bad idea to like bring up some things, maybe current events to talk about, this and that. I have nothing prepared. I honestly haven't thought at, about this Yeah, at I was all. trying to think of a theme for the for the second evening. I know the tentative theme for the first was, was talking about podcasts. This Actually, one, I don't, uh, I don't I have know. No themes at all. But I feel like if we just go through our days, like for example, the first thing, one of the first things I did today was watch porn, and that led into sort of a discussion. Right. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I I do that multiple times a day. That's like if I'm ever about to go somewhere, like work or hang out with somebody, and I've got like an extra twenty minutes. It's like, well, better get this over with now, so it won't be as annoying later. To me, it's to the point of just a procrastination tool. Right, I I yeah. do it like procrastination. Procrastination, where uh, like three, four times a day. If I, like today, yeah. if I have a day off, <laughs> like exactly. in a row. Well, yeah, what else are you gonna do? I'll I'll uh, <laughs> jerk off, make breakfast, jerk off again, right? Nap for ten minutes, jerk off again, <laughs> and then start my day. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so anyway, after I um <clears throat> went uh. After I did that, I went out and I was going to actually surprise you at Blizzards. Aww. I actually showed up at the door with a sack of records. And I wasn't and I, there. I was going to be like, hey, hey, Wait, you actually did here that Here I am. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I texted you. I was like, are you at Blizzards? Oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I went in late. Yeah. I figured. But um, it wasn't bad. Sorry, then I, man. Then I uh, I walked up the street and I got up and bought a pair of shoes. I got some. Uh, oh, wow. Just some just some simple no, those are black nice. Vans, low cut. No, those are great. That are uh I wanted to get the high top ones, but you know. no, those are annoying. Really? Yeah, I've had a lot of high tops in my day, and just uh, yeah, you can't slip into them. You know, yeah. you can't just chill out. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so I did that. I got some new shoelaces for my other shoes, which is like the most fascinating well. thing I could ever say about my life. Yeah. That I bought shoelaces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you wish you had my life, don't you? Shoelaces. Uh, and then. Fucking! I went home and I started learning some songs that I'm gonna learn for my. Uh, I'm starting to take singing lessons. Awesome. With a vocal teacher, and the two songs I've prepared, she told me to like pick a couple of songs to work on in the vocal lessons, and one of them is uh, no- "Northwest Passage" by Stan Rogers. The like. Can we hear folk song. Uh, a sample, please? Ah, uh, for just one time, I would take the Northwest Passage. I have to work on it. That's why I'm. <laughs> No, that I'm was taking great. Lessons. That was great. It's I like, like that. pure Canadian, just f- Canadiana <laughs> folk music. But Stan Rogers is an amazing, yeah. ma- amazing singer. I remember I played him for you once, and you're like, "This sounds like my grandma's music." Well, <laughs> I turned. Did it I on. really say that? Yeah. Well, I'm an asshole. I didn't <laughs> well, no, it's just honest. Well, I don't remember um, that at all. So, maybe well, it was like it, it was like, a, it was like a maybe year it never ago. happened. It was like a year ago. Maybe you're tripping. But um, and the other one is uh, "Touch" from the Daft Punk album. Touch. Let's hear that. Uh, touch. I remember touch. 
I don't even know the words. I, I left the lyrics <laughs> so at home. You've got to work on it, I guess. Well, I was I was singing it, but I had the lyrics in front of me, so it's it's uh Painter in my mind, tell me what you see. Uh, whatever. Anyway. It's very musical. Well, I, I liked it a lot because it, it it's just a pop song, but it has uh it sounds like it's from Phantom of the Opera exactly. or something like some musical or something. Yeah. And it's Paul Williams who did the music for the movie Phantom of the Paradise. Have you seen that movie? No, I've never Directed seen it. Directed by Brian De-, De Palma. It's like a nope. sci-fi sort of futuristic version of huh. this Phantom of the Opera story. Cool. And it's about these like corporate evil record labeled <laughs> people who take over this guy's life. I haven't seen it in a really long time. I want to rewatch it. But anyway, cool. Paul, Paul Williams did the music for it. So his voice is very like, it has that emotional musical theater quality to it. Especially at the end when he's like, I need something more. I need something more. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> it has the, the little pause. Nice. And then it makes everybody shiver. Mm. Uh, so I'm working on those songs. I was practicing those a little bit. Um, and then I started learning my lines for this self-tape that I have to make for an audition for this fantasy. Is that what you were working on with Martin on the... That's, yeah, me and Martin. I was He's going to he's gonna be my reader, so he's going to read the other lines of the king who We kills. should have him as a guest as well. We were talking Martin about would be an amazing... Yeah. Let's get Martin on next time. He would okay. be so down. Sounds good. Definitely. Okay. Preview next week's episode. Our guest will be Martin. I'm not going to say his last <laughs> no name last because names. he might not want his last name yeah, to no be last on the names. That's kind of the trend. So, in fact, his first name is not even really Martin, but we're going to call him Martin. Yeah. It's Tarman. Uh, I mean, it's, it's nobody. Damn it, Evan. Sorry. Okay, whatever. We can, we can fix it in post. No. <laughs> <laughs> fix it in the mix. Uh, nothing is being fixed in post. Except well, that sounds like a good day. Pretty good. And then... Yeah, I was just working on this. Oh, I, and I just cleaned my fucking room, which was this disastrous, oh, so awful cathartic. mess. And so I just like did all my laundry, cleaned my sheets, which I haven't done in way too long. <laughs> oh, God. I just never clean my sheets. It's That's pretty, like a bi-weekly thing, it's man. It's pretty gross. Like twice a week? That, well, like every Or every two weeks. Every two weeks. I do it like once every two months. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you do it. I've known people that, never, people that, never that have do never done it. I think it's also because I only have one sheet <laughs> so wait what <laughs> like I, I have this queen sized bed uh-huh. that only, i only have one fitted queen sheet sure that goes on it so whenever i clean well, yeah, it, me I, too. I don't take it yeah okay. exactly okay, i don't okay. have like a replacement sheet right so well that actually may be a good idea though. so if you have the replacements then you can just rip off right. your sheet and put a new one on right. and then wash it later but i have to if i'm going to change it i have to wash it the same day yeah Otherwise, me too. i don't have a sheet you me know? too so that's why that's I pretty standard yeah whatever <laughs> <laughs> who knows yeah um so yeah i cleaned up the room cleaned up the whole kitchen the whole house was empty i had it all to myself i was just like naked and singing That's and cleaning a great combination yeah yeah and then and then my roommate's girlfriend came in at a moment when i very much could have been naked and singing and i wasn't <laughs> expecting her but luckily i was just wearing clothes <laughs> and yeah but it could it was a close call i but. felt like i kind of walked in on them in a, not in a compromising moment um, somebody was playing World of Warcraft, but his girlfriend was just like upside down, spread eagle on the bed, just like little booty shorts. I was like, I should, I should, I shouldn't be. She wears those booty shorts all the time. It's not. Okay. I d- did walk it on them having sex once. <laughs> it, it was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was great. 
I was like, whoa, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to keep walking. (laughs) Yeah, you can't. Luckily, I mean, luckily or unluckily, my vision sucks. So I didn't really (laughs) see anything. I didn't have my glasses on. It was kind of a blur, but it was very obvious what was going on. Uh, Right. In fact, that's the only time I think I've ever seen people having sex in front of me. Hmm. I walked into my parents once. But <laughs> oh, no, I've never done that. It was weird. I was like maybe twelve, so I didn't. Re- I didn't have a full understanding. Why are you hurting of what mommy? What are you doing? <laughs> no, get her, get her off of her. Are you her. tickling her? What are you doing? But it was. <laughs> uh, we were on the uh, Fringe Festival tour, so we were staying at what's called a billet. Where so if you if you're doing billet? the f- Fringe Festival, okay. Uh, for accommodation, what they do is people who live in the city where the Fringe Festival is happening and acts are traveling through there right. to perform in the Fringe Festival, they just put them up. Okay. So you can stay in somebody's house, and for in free. return, those people get tickets to see shows. Wow, okay. So it's a great system. Yeah, so they, they get free really accommodation, cool. the people get free tickets, this and that. And you, this then is you in meet, Bowen? You meet interesting people. Uh, no, 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 it's like in every city where they do the Fringe but Festival. But where did you do it? This particular time, well, I did, with my parents when I was 12, we did a Fringe tour across Canada. We did Toronto, wow. Saskatoon, uh, Vancouver, and Victoria. You didn't go to Edmonton? Uh, I think they applied to go to Edmonton, but we did, they didn't okay. get in or something. Because you know the deal with Edmonton Fringe, right? It's, what is it? Number two in the world. Numbered after Edinburgh. After Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Anyway, sorry. Um, but anyway, I think we were in Victoria, and I I was twelve, and I woke up, and nobody was around, and I was like wondering where my parents are, and I I just like walked up to where their door was, and it was closed, and I knocked, and I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear any noises or anything, but I just opened the door, and then my dad's just naked, and he just slams the door. <laughs> And I felt really weird, like, <gasps> what's going on? I didn't even think, like, oh, they're having sex or something. I didn't even really know what that was at that point. But I, felt, I was like, this sort of like, what's going on? My parents have never slammed the door in my face before. <laughs> what is this? And then, uh, and then they came out and explained to me that they were having an intimate uh, mommy-daddy time together. And apologized for slamming the door. But now Mine I always it. said they were taking a nap. We're just having a nap. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. That makes Uh, sense. You're in your bed and uh, I don't even want to think about it. Uh, Do you have a lighter on you, by the way? Or matches? Uh, Well, there was a lighter. Yeah, but it's out of of juice. Fuck. It's very rare. I have two sticks. Uh, It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Heaven's like scratching his arms. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. I don't need to smoke. uh, I'm just looking in. Just go on. Um, So... Looking at my bag. Anyway, that's pretty much my day, and then I came here. Cool. And uh, I uh, bought a bottle of wine, had some wine. I'm drinking some uh, La Montagnette. It's not even Italian white. I don't know why I'm saying it's Italian. Is that one of those wines, a dip wine that just says red wine or white wine? No. Like Chardonnay or anything like that? No, this is actually a decent bottle. This is a Cote de Rhone, so it's good sort of meat wine. Uh, It was... A whopping seventeen dollars. Wow! So it's sort of, sort of, sort of a little better than like the eight dollar wine from the Depener. I would hope so. Uh, yeah, it's delicious. Here, try some. Okay. You like f- more full-bodied wines, I think. Yeah, definitely. I like um, this one's lighter as far something as something a little more bitter and a little more. I don't know if that's it's the right word to use, but oaky, like something that kind of sticks in your oaky, throat a little like bit more, a, like a like a thick, yeah, a yeah, totally. Scotch or something. I don't like the sweetness in a wine. Mm. I like the bitterness more. 
Yeah, I, li- I don't mind the tart. Like, I like burgundy wine, so I like if it's a bit, it's a bit right. like... Right. <laughs> um, sound. <clears throat> how's that lighter coming along? <laughs> I don't think it's going to magically start working, but no. I'm going to try. What if you shake it? Does that even do anything? No, shaking it just allows you to tell how much is actually in it. Oh. Which, um, as I'm shaking it, I'm discovering it's nothing. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, my God. I might have just wasted the last one. You totally waste. Oh. Go, 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 go. He's got it. Baby, he's got it. Nice. Uh, so what did you do today, Evan? <laughs> Bring us through the, the the endeavors of your of your day, which is October the 7th? Is that what we are? I think. Maybe the 8th. It is the 8th. It's the 8th. Yeah falling behind um so i uh woke up very early this morning and i went for a run you went for a run i've ran how's every th- single day this how, week wow yeah. does it make you feel healthy Makes me feel great and you know what after only the first day of running early in the morning the next day i woke up before my alarm and typically if i woke up before my alarm i'd be like fuck this this is dumb just like try to go back to sleep and then inevitably wake up it's so weird how during that- your alarm and then you just wake up tired right it's so weird how that happens. It happens to me at least like a f- maybe once or twice a week. Right. I wake up, like I set my alarm for 8.30 or whatever, and then I wake up at like 8.25. And you never just get up. And, and I never, never get, up. get up. It's the worst it's thing. It's dumb. I'm like, like, it's the <laughs> smart thing to do is be I like, beat, I did it. I beat my alarm. Haha, <laughs> now I can sleep. But I also always set my alarm a good hour before I really... Just so you can snooze it. So I can snooze it, but it also just kind of takes me that long to wake up at anyways. Right. That's the thing. So. I always snooze it till the last moment. But anyway, this week has been completely different for me. So I'll wake up before my alarm. And it's very strange because I used to wake up um, before my alarm due to the sun. I'd like to leave my blinds open so that when I it did have to wake up, the sun was like in my face. You can't really ignore it. You can't go back to sleep that easily when the sun is just blaring at you. However, my new room is in the basement. It's a fucking dungeon. There's whether it's high noon or ten o'clock at night, it looks the same. Like it's completely dark. You have like no windows, right? I've got a window, but it's in the basement of a courtyard. So there's buildings <laughs> surrounding it. There's no sunlight that gets so in there. There's no sunlight at all. It's always a dungeon. Always. Man, that sucks. Um. Yeah, but you know what? It's been kind of cool because I've been waking up before my before my alarm. I got some really nice running shoes. So I put them on this morning. I wanted to take my roommate's dog out, but she was in my roommate's room. So I just said, fuck it. Ran up the mountain, took a really nice panorama of the city in like orange and, and red. I'll show you the picture. Where, it's actually kind of cool. Where do you run? Uh, I run all the way up Mont Royal. Uh-huh. Up, uh, and then uh, the last, uh, instead of taking the last two loops, I run up the four flights of stairs. The stairs, nice. Yeah. That must be a good sort of little cardio. It's workout. great. It's like the, the last point of it. You've been running the uh-huh. whole time. And then the final jet is just like, okay, I've got to do like four flights of stairs. <laughs> Thank God there's a water fountain up there because I'm not one of the people who run with like the flat water bottle packs on the yeah. side. Yeah, or the camel pack. No, I don't. I actually, I have one. Those are the best. Yeah, but I feel like the last time I used it was I put rum and coke in it. So it <laughs> might not Can you be. wash it out? I've washed it out, but I feel like there's always going to be some kind of A little uh, bit of like, like, like reusing a Gatorade bottle. Or yeah, a, something like for that. For a water bottle, it just has, no matter how much you wash it out, it always has that like hint and of like a, a fruit camel punch back, or whatever. It, um, washing it out, it's a tube that you suck on. You know, like as much as you wash it out, it's still like, a little, anyway. Yeah. So I went for a run. 
I was supposed did to go on a run. Did you experience the runner's high? Is that a thing? Yeah, I get that on the stairs. I get very disoriented and your legs start to kind of become numb. And I guess what you're supposed to do when you're climbing stairs is look up. Uh-huh. But what I do is I look at the stairs in order to not trip over myself. I but like when you're I doing up, I just fucking wipe out. Well, no, but when you're doing that many stairs, it becomes... Have you ever played Guitar Hero? Like once. Have you ever uh, driven a long time on the highway? I don't have a driver's license. Okay. <laughs> anyway, in either one of those cases, you're looking at something uh, very repetitive. Right. So... Um, you're looking at the highway and then so what happens after like three or four hours of driving down the highway all you're seeing is these lines coming at you uh-huh. and then you look down at your speedometer or anything on your dashboard and it gets all like wobbly because uh, your your vision weird. is replicating that thing same thing with guitar here you're watching these little notes come down a fretboard and then when you look anywhere else in the room it, you get like this weird wobbly I vision. went through a pretty severe addiction to Tetris Right, and so I would play Tetris for hours, and I would, I would had, I had to be. I don't know if this app exists anymore. I'm sure it does, but it, it took on some other form. But it was Tetris Friends, where you okay. join, tet, you put this onto your Facebook, and then everybody else who has it has a score on Tetris okay. Friends, and so I just had to be the best out of all my Tetris Friends, <laughs> right. friends. and I always was, and I, I took, but it took a lot of hours of Tetris. And Did so you get it, the wobbly vision? No, but I just all of a sudden looked looked at the world around me in terms of like things fitting nicely together, right. yeah. and it just affected me. So it wasn't so much a, a a euphoric disorientation or something like that. It was more like a video like a games handicap. are trippy. Like people talk a lot about how like video games don't affect your life directly, they which do. I think is true. No, they do. They do. But I, like whether it's Tetris I, or like have you ever played Grand Theft Auto? No, I mean I mean like I don't. I don't think that people like people like people who blame school shootings and stuff like that on video games. No, of course not. I think not. I think violent people not. always just play violent video games because they like it. But well, so do nonviolent people. That's <clears throat> right. the thing. It's just but then it's like, yeah, ubiquitous. Who uh, Asian countries like Korea have like the lowest murder rate ever? Exactly. But they play the most violent video games. Anyway, exactly. Anyway, so I agree with that. But I after I played once um, this sort of clone version of Grand Theft Auto, which was uh, Streets of. Streets of New York. Or okay. Something. Do you know what that is? Uh, I don't uh, has know. Has some other name. Streets of Streets of L.A. or Streets of New York, and it's basically just okay. a game where you have limited guns and you just go around kind of killing people. And there is a mission, but you usually don't follow it. You just like. And Talking I played that once with Saints my Row. With my no, I played that game though once with my friend for like seven hours straight without stopping. Yeah. And then I got in a car. And you just want to run I was people like, over. Oh, I didn't. I was just a passenger, but just looking at the at the road, I was freaked out because I, I thought at any moment, just like some crazy yeah. guy could just like crash <laughs> into me and just kill me, or I could, you know, do the same thing to another person. And that's still weird. the kind of video games that we play, watching a TV, holding a controller in our hands. Right. It's like the next level of things is coming up pretty fucking quick. It's just quick. virtual reality. Well, here's the thing. So, like, we've got the Oculus Rift. So you move your head around, you look around this digital space. You've got two screens in front of your eyes which makes it look like 3d you've got the speakers in or the headphones on right i've never have you ever tried that no i really want to but here's the thing about oculus rift is like it's as immersive as you can get right now and like there's a couple experimental places that are doing different things but like say you you know there's a game that you pick up an object well where's the tactile sensation you're gonna need some kind of weird gloves that allow you to feel force like feedback. A, you need like a bodysuit. A bodysuit, so exactly. You can feel the breeze. A bodysuit and like walking on a 360 degree treadmill. What? You know? 
but they've got one in uh, in Japan that what if is a it, it's a sphere. It's like you're walking on a trackball mouse. So remember those mice with the with the ball in them? Yeah. And that's how it determined. <laughs> it seems like so long ago. It really does. <laughs> and that determined the the direction. It's like so the, the it's old iPod with the real wheel. That I actually, literally turns. man, I still fucking like that. Like if you're going yeah. through like three thousand songs, just with the actual the yeah the literal wheel. wheel yeah, not the click wheel. It was like a full on wheel. Oh yeah, it actually like moves. The actual yeah, yeah, the original wheel one. that actually yeah. turns. Yeah, totally. Like a mechanical device. Yeah, but no, I agree. I like I love uh, like buttons. Like yeah, uh, I was actually anti touch screen for a long time. Of I'm used to the iPhone now, but. For a long time, touch screens would always piss me off. I like yeah. a real button or a real switch. Yeah. I'm kind of an analog guy that way. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, I ran up the mountain, took a few pictures. Actually, I'll show you some pictures right now. Show um, me some pictures. The only person who can see them. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll post them to the uh, to the podcast. Uh, oh yeah, no. post them on our website that doesn't exist. Uh, well, hey, we should make a website, well, dude. That's what I was talking with, to you about. With the eternal website sponsor, Squarespace. Squarespace that may one be one day be a sponsor of the <laughs> Ejack Podcast. We'll anyway, know. yeah, I've I've made a couple. They're actually pretty cool, but they, it, you have to pay if you want anything good out of it. But anyway, so I went on, on a run. Squarespace, you have to pay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but okay. it's cool because they do a lot of the things for you. Even if um, you enter the code word Rogan, <laughs> you just get a discount. Why do you think they're paying for ad space? Yeah, I know for a free site. But uh, yeah, so nice went for photos. a run. These are just like came... beautiful panoramic shots. Yeah, of the they're Montreal cool. Skyline. Hey? Yeah, and they're getting like with, with nice yellow leaves. and orange. Go up in a couple of weeks when the leaves change, and it'll be. Well, most of them so are have already right. changed. I've I've seen a couple of trees where they're um, up in the they're leaves, dropping the leaves. Totally, yeah. totally like auburn. That's amazing. It's awesome. So anyway, came down the mountain, uh, went over to somebody's house who I was supposed to run with, but apparently they didn't have any keys to their apartment, so they couldn't leave. Um, made crepes, fevolar, which is just like um, that's such a bad excuse for not beans going and bacon. Uh, so instead, you just had a really rich breakfast with strawberries <laughs> and like peppered tomatoes. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I ran in the morning, and then ran over there, and then had this huge breakfast. It's like instead of them running, they just eat a bunch of. Fat yeah, food. It, w- it wasn't that good of an excuse, but anyway, I got breakfast out of it, yeah, or like right. a late brunch, um, right. and uh, yeah, then I went um, home, and then I went to work, patched a hole in the in the floor. I made like a at the bar. Yeah, I patched uh, like a whole bunch of quick set quick set concrete. Nice. Uh, yeah, it was. I don't know. It was okay. How long are your your days at this bar as a? As a man, like a day daytime manager. What's your they official call me the title? The day manager. The day manager. Yeah. So it depends. If I don't really want to do anything that day, I'll be there for an hour and a half. And but if you want to get if, shit done, if I want to get can... shit done, I'll stay around. You know, I'll organize some stuff, or you know, take tallies, uh, paint things, patch holes nice. on the floor, fix a toilet. Blah, just blah, just blah, like blah. a handyman. Yeah, you know what? Basically, what I've discovered is I was really honored with the title before. <laughs> but now what I've discovered is that like I am just the free version of anything they would have to pay for. Right. So instead of paying for a plumber, they I just, just do Evan, it. you have to do the yeah, plumbing. And I don't get paid for you don't, it. I, you're I'm not getting salary. paid like $180 an hour or whatever that a plumber makes. Exactly. I'm on salary, so I'm already getting paid whether I go into work or not. Right. 
And so if I go in and fix a toilet, do you find that motivates you to work harder or well, here's the less? Thing. I've got kind of like a, a game plan. I've got a, I started an inventory system. I started a daily email that's like states everything that I do during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, v- and the, uh, increasing amount of money that we're making since I've started working there. And in four months, I'm going to drop it and say like, listen, here's all the things that I've done. It's all recorded. I'm not, it's not just bullshit. It's all documented, all the things that I've done. And then here's the amount of money that you've saved just by having me. And here we go. Well, you also started like a month before the school year. So aren't there tons more people there anyways, like first year students going to the bar and stuff like that? That's true. That's true. That's a correlation I'm not going to mention. But uh, I'll probably notice that. <laughs> well, yeah, totally. Come on. But no, but here's here's the thing, man. Like there, there's so many things that have been done. I don't want to toot my own horn. I and mean, you could compare it to like last year or something, I guess. Well, yeah, comparing it to last year and just saying like these are all the things that you plan to have done within like the next couple of years. Uh-huh. Most of them are done within the first month. So right. okay, pay me more or <laughs> I wish I had another option. I could right. be like, pay me more or else I'm going to do this other thing. Maybe you can I make think, it up. I don't know. Like uh, a company like that values good work, especially if you're, you know, committed and getting shit done. And then, like, ah, pff, I have no idea what these people are like, but that's how that's how it's been for me working for this eccentric <laughs> guy as a house painter. And now I'm the basically the, the I'm the manager of an, a, like a two thirteen plexes. Are you getting paid for it accordingly? Yeah. Well. It's not like I'm getting an hourly rate, but it's like, oh, I collected X number of rents. Here's But you should be money. getting paid for that title because that's essentially being a property manager. People get paid. It is, but when you're working that. under the table, you <laughs> there's no nobody Why do you need to work under the table? Uh because that's I'm more comfortable that way. Like Okay. I'd rather work I'd rather our relationship But then if you have to file taxes, it's like I made zero dollars this year. Exactly. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, no, no, no. Like, I, I make money in other ways, too. Like, I make, like, if I have acting jobs, that's sure. my, you know. Yeah, yeah and that's calculated. Like that. I'd rather live under the radar than, you know. Oh, anyway, man. this is totally evidence that the fucking Canada revenue will regurgitate. <laughs> um, so, what we should have said before this podcast started is that this is a work of fiction. This is a complete work of fiction. Um, any similarities to uh, existing human beings or real people or real situations yeah. is purely a coincidence, and uh, we reserve the right to dispute any. And Evan claims. Johnston and Andrew Cameron aren't even our real names. Yeah, it's it's weird, huh? Like it's weird how we. There's a couple of maybe really, there's people really, who exist. There's a couple of really cool guys we met in Montreal that had yeah. awesome personalities. Yeah. So we've tried to mimic them in voice and personality yeah and we'll see if it works hopefully those cool guys will come back to us they've given us our their blessing yeah they have and they could use our names and our their likeness and stuff like that so anyway if you want to use this against us it's not true at all it's a complete work of fiction it's not journalism or anything it's just pure storytelling pure fictional storytelling that's a really good disclaimer yeah i feel like that's legally bonding we've said it right here now it's it's all lies Except for that. <laughs> exactly. And, and that. <laughs> so yeah, I uh, patched the floor. Patched floors. Patched the floor. Uh, and then I went home, had a shower. Patched the floor. Patched the floor. Had a shower? About, yeah, we were talking about porn. Oh, it's bad, man. I, maybe I shouldn't even get into this, but like, I've got this iPad case that like can... Rec- 
perfectly rest on the shower door. So like the shower is the best place to jack off. Just For like, sure. You're just getting clean. It's just like okay, I, getting all the dirt off. So why not just I shower in the dark. So it's I do that even too. better. That's that's really funny. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Shower in the dark or even better, sit down and shower in the dark. If I have like had a really long day or I'm stressed about something or I'm just really hung over. Yeah. What I, my move, especially with the hangover, is I, I wake up but whenever I wake up and I go into the shower and I just sit on the floor and get the temperature right. And so it's pointing. At, so just it covers most perfectly. of my body. Yeah. But not drowning you. But then I just like drink the water. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. For like five minutes. Like glug glug. And then I'm, I'm totally rehydrated yeah. and I feel better. And I've had like my, my brain is. It's so refreshing. I like imagining like I could be anywhere. Well, it's like one sort of step towards like an isolation tank. It's yeah. A yeah, little at least bit. With like the you've, you've actually done that. So you yeah. would know better than I do. But like you don't have any uh, like visual stimulation. So no your, visual your stimulation. And totally especially rest. with the, the sound of the shower and that small and close The sound space. is pretty cut off. It's just white noise. And and also like physically you're getting you you are feeling you're stimulated the water. from everywhere it's stimulating yeah. but then it's also kind of normalizing like it just yeah. is pretty static yeah but anyway I found th- like the case for my iPad perfectly sits on the door of the shower uh-huh. so in the mornings I like read the news on my iPad as I'm showering and then obviously jack off um, wow. Does yeah. it get wet? Like, or is it a waterproof unit? No, no, no. It's just it's not in the shower. You know, no. like the, well, it's in the shower, but there's no water hitting it. The steam's there, but it doesn't matter. Sketchy. I would. I would. No, no. Worried it's about fine. It's it. fine. Okay. It's totally fine. So yeah, I did that, and then went um, over to my friend's house. She made an amazing dinner. Is this where you were coming from just now? Uh, well, yeah, I went from there to my house to your house to here. Right. That's where you were. That's what I meant. That's what. You, yeah. What did you have for dinner? So, I don't even know how to describe it. It was like a kale and um, uh, sweet potato and kale goat cheese, kale. like cooked salad. It was all cooked, but it was like in a salad like shape. braised greens. Yeah, and then we had like, um, and then the other thing was uh, like quinoa, um, red cabbage. It, it was like super vegetarian. And then a minestrone soup. And minestrone soup as well, and we had like blue cheese and uh, and some red wine and nice. some and some baguettes. It's pretty pretty healthy. Yeah, it was good, and we smoked vegetarian, a few joints, and we had a lot of beer. Party. And uh, who are these people? Do I know them? Uh, yeah, um, one of the people that we were talking about last time, basically the the crew of people that I work with serving tea. Oh, nice, nice. We talked about you. Really? What did you say? I didn't say anything. Oh. Somebody mentioned your name and mentioned an event uh, that may be taking place sooner rather than later. Um, and I just said, oh, I'm seeing him tonight. This is so interesting to the listeners. <laughs> Something happened involving one of us and Evan didn't have anything to say about it. Well, no, somebody somebody said that uh, you asked them out yeah. on a date. Oh, yeah. And then I just went, oh, okay. How did they, how did they feel about it? <laughs> yeah they they seemed very happy Good, and then cool. i pulled out my phone just to you know uh communicate with somebody i don't even know who it was and she's like what are you texting him right now i'm like no i'm not texting him right now i'm gonna see him later she's like oh <laughs> um, cool cool yeah i asked a girl out on a date and um, she said yes and she said yes and she t- what are you gonna t- do i said yes uh well 
what I like to do on the dates where I don't have any ideas, I just like to go to the restaurants that I like. Right. Because even if the date sucks... Then you still have a good meal. It's a, you just have a fucking awesome meal. Like, there's a restaurant in Montreal called L'Express, which is this classic... I still have never been you there. You gotta go. You gotta go. Next, take a girl to but the L'Express. See, it sounds like the most, like, cheap-ass name ever. You know, it sounds like a takeout like joint. A take, but it's not. Yeah. It's, like a, it's like a super classic retro French bistro. Where is it? It's on Saint-Denis and, like, Roy. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've never been there. And, like, it has impeccable service. And uh, you can go there for lunch. You can have, like, a cheap, nice lunch there, too. Mm-hmm. And they have they have one of the biggest wine cellars in the city. Their wine list is wow. huge. Uh, <clears throat> and it's all just, like, French wine. And, uh, uh, yeah, and they have, like, uh, just, like, classic French stews. And, like, you can get steak frites. And, like, chicken liver pate is the best thing they have with their menu. It's incredible. And you get bone marrow. Or like like an octopus sort of sat lentil salad, so it's like a little more upscale. It's like a little more upscale, but it's not like going somewhere like Liverpool House or Joe Beef, where you're sure. paying like hundreds of dollars. It's like very affordable, and if you have wine by the glass, it's like okay. So that's the first step. Then, so there's that place, and then there's the other restaurant I really love, Triple Crown Dinette, which is like Southern food, and yeah. if it's a nice day, you can go and have a Take picnic. The picnic basket. They give you a, yeah. they pack everything up in a picnic basket, and you can sit and just enjoy your food, and they give you mason jars. Of water. So you're gonna to do drink. it during the day? If it's a nice day, maybe we'll do that. Maybe. Do you have a date, like uh, a date planned? Well, no, that's the thing. I was worried because she's been very kind of aloof about it. Like, oh, wait, so you've been in contact? She, well, okay. So I, I did the Facebook message ask out because uh-huh. I never really saw her socially enough where I could just make time to go up to her. No, that's like, fair oh. though. That's completely fair. In this and day so. And age. I feel like that. And yeah, so I just sense. said, hey, you want to do something like go to this place or this place? And then she said, yeah, okay, I'm busy this week, but maybe next week. And so this week passes, the following week passes. <laughs> and then I, I had left my number that so that she should text me. She's like, I'll yeah. text you. And then so like week passes, another week passes. And then like the follow that following week, I finally get a text message saying, hey, it's Thanksgiving this weekend. How about next week? That's fair. Though. And I'm like, okay. So yeah, it's she's like, going home. So it's like, uh, uh, ask out and then it's like maybe next week and then it's maybe next week and then it's maybe next week so that's why I was a no little... it's okay though it's okay okay She's well not you around. I'm sure I'm sure but like you know you never know how to read these things but I, I try to just be as nonchalant as possible and not even think about it which I don't really are you gonna be around for Thanksgiving here I'm going to fucking New York this weekend Thanksgiving Thanksgiving bitch I wasn't invited uh tough titty yeah it almost didn't happen. Like Why? apparently, someone who shall remain nameless. <laughs> well, actually, I don't even know if this is true. Nobody who shall remain nameless. Somebody at Thanksgiving last year, fucking okay. So my friend is from New York State, and he every for the last two years he's had this amazing. Uh, he's American, so he doesn't celebrate Canadian Thanksgiving, but he gets the holiday because he went to McGill. So we would go down to his New York beautiful New York house in Westchester County, like an hour outside of the city we have to get him Westchester County is absolutely next time he's in town for sure but Westchester County is where um like the X-Men like where like their headquarters is in the comics cool like Professor X's mansion is there yeah (laughs) so kind of woodsy kind of woodsy but really rich like there's it's like one of the richest counties in the country in the states and so he just throws an amazing Oktoberfest party where we just have bratwurst and drink tons of beer, tons of Sam Adams, and it's just like a great party. So what happened last time? Last time, supposedly, somebody stole 
allegedly stole his mom's my friend's mom's credit card no fucking way yeah and then they they, they saw transactions in canada no fucking way and so like they were totally tripped out and didn't want to have a party well obviously it happened then so somebody somebody really did it if they saw the transaction somebody did it yeah yeah somebody fucking did it it's not well allegedly this is allegedly as in this is what was told to me it might not be true what i've been told but um okay uh but anyway and then i i get a message kind of late in the game and uh they're like okay it's on we're having a party you can come cool and so that's what I'm doing for Thanksgiving, catching the train down to New York City, Dude. which is a, <sighs> incredible. I was going to invite you to Turducken and Brisket. Oh, uh, that would be good too. Yeah, no, but still, man, that's but you got to do that. I got to do it. So this is the third year, and um, a lot of my friends live in New York now, so I'm going to get to visit with a lot of them. Uh, shout out to Rowan Spencer. Shout out to Emily Murphy. Ooh. Shout out to Matt Banks. Yeah. Name, master, master <laughs> Last BL. names. Here we go. I, I guess we're just doing I can it. say who my friends are. Sure. I'm not telling stories about them. Yet. Yet. Actually, I, whatever. Anyway. Um, yeah, nobody's listening. Nobody's. That, that's the thing. Nobody is listening. You said my name on a thing. If it comes up, we'll deal with it. Anyways. But we also, I'm also going to, like, aside from this, but including this, I'm going to more sports games <laughs> in the over the next few weeks than I've ever gone to in my entire life. I'm going to let's hear it. Uh, I'm going to see. I got a guy I work for got, has eight pair, eight eight season tickets to uh, the Bell Center for the Montreal Canadiens. Wow! So he has uh, pairs of what's called whites, which is sort of the mid range seating. And okay. so I got for a really really good price just hockey tickets. So <laughs> okay. all my friends who I know like hockey, I've decided to go to a game with. So. Uh, well, uh, my roommates, my two roommates me, are going. We can go. We, I don't we, love hockey, but I like going. Let's to go. To, let's go see an Oilers game. Do you think they'll play here? Yeah, for sure. Okay, let's do playing. that then. Okay, fine. That, that's mine. Okay, fine. We're we doing can, it. We can definitely go to. I, I just, love, I just want to go to hockey. But anyway, my friend Martin, who's going to come on the podcast, he's from Calgary. And he's a huge Flames fan. <laughs> so I fuck him. I, uh, I, I gifted him with a. Uh, Calgary Flames ticket and I got it for like a really good price I didn't like blow my load cash wise on this but <laughs> good but um we're going to see the Flames and then I got my roommates uh a pair of tickets to see the Blackhawks the Chicago Blackhawks so I'm not going to that game but I've got them for them and then my Dude, my other friend amazing. Jake uh, and me are going to uh the Penguins game and then there's a basketball game uh the Knicks are playing the Raptors uh nah I'm okay uh, this thing, my lighter's out. I have to keep on constantly lit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So then there's the Knicks Raptors game at the Bell Center. It's this preseason basketball game, which we're gonna go see. Cool. I used to love the Raptors, man. Yeah. Yeah, I had D- Damon Stoudemire was my favorite player. I don't know why. Really? I went to a Raptors and um, I think it was Nuggets in like 1999. Nice. That wasn't even an external burp. That was just. I didn't. I only have inside burps. (laughs) Yeah, Damon Stoudemire, man, he was my boy. I don't even watch sports, really. No, I don't either. I don't even know who has the fucking time to watch sports, like, because I I made an effort to get into baseball this season, but I didn't watch any fucking games. I don't have time. I'm at home all the all all the times. Like the the playoffs games was like Friday during the day, watching the Detroit Tigers get destroyed in the fucking playoffs. I 
I also don't understand that people have time to watch sports. But what I don't, what I don't understand even more than that is the people who have time, or the mental capacity to know all the statistics of all the sports. Yeah, but like, my friend, you know, they know who all the players are. They know their weights. They know yeah, like, yeah, yeah. where they were. Like, the but past to me, five it's like years. it's like that's what people do instead of watching Game of Thrones. Or like no, I don't think that's true. I don't think really? that's true. I think I don't think thing? it has anything to do with taking away. You know, I don't know a lot of artists that are into sports, so maybe that's like what they do instead of trying to create or right. feel bad about not creating. Right, is just like do the sports thing. It's just well, it's also just I don't know. It's just it, it something just to be. I have no 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 room left for it. I understand the appeal of it. Smaller. I understand the appeal of it. No, no, it's like. No, I get the appeal. The totally. best, the greatest athletes in the world competing. That's kind of awesome. Right. right. At the same thing. Like these people are trying to do this and they're training yeah. as hard as they possibly can to do it. And these people are trying to do, train as hard as they possibly can to do the opposite thing. Yeah. You know, so you're watching the drama unfold. I get that. But what I don't get is like the people who are able to track it like data. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? Like, although I do agree with the idea that it's insanely cool to watch people who are the best at something compete against other people who are the best at something. But what kind of gets me about sports is it seems like the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over. And over but you know what? Like I was talking to Mike about this, my roommate and friend, and he uh, he's the kind of guy who has no patience at all for television. He doesn't watch any TV. He fucking hates uh, like anytime I bring up Game of Thrones or House of Cards or Mad Men or something, he just rolls his eyes like, oh, it's fucking television. Here we go again. Blah, blah, blah. And like there, he says there's nothing conceptually interesting about it. You don't learn anything. It's just boring and it's just stuff we've seen over and over and over again. And, you know, when he's talking about it, I, I, I Evan went to the bathroom, by the way. That's why it's only me talking for now. But anyway, it's like just the same crap over and over again. Blah, blah, blah. Same stories. But he's the biggest sports fan ever. And he's a really, you know, intelligent, culturally engaged guy. He's not just like a dumb jock who works in a... He's not just not like a cliche sports fan. Like he's a really intelligent, articulate guy who knows a lot about like philosophy, and and he's a master's degree in foreign affairs and this and that. And uh, but he's a huge sports fan. Like he loves football and loves uh, baseball and watches hockey and he loves soccer and stuff like this. And uh, and I was talking to him and I'm like, you don't give a shit about television or the way that people freak out and not have crazy knowledge about Game of Thrones and the people, the things that go on there. But like sports is what television sports is for you. What television is for these other people. It's just like this entertainment. It's just pure fucking entertainment. And it's one form or another that appeals to one sort of brain type, one sort of personality type. It's like, Oh, you like uh, this form of entertainment versus this one. Um, and I like, I love fucking TV cause it's just pure storytelling. And like, uh, if you give a good show, that's just has a good narrative. You're just hooked and you're binging and blah, blah, blah. And I guess, you know, sports is a similar way. If you're following a team that you have some sort of connection to and that has some sort of drama, like there's a lot of rivalries and this and that. I don't really know a lot because I, I wasn't, you know, exposed to it that much. But um, I imagine it's a similar appeal. It's like, it's just entertainment. But it's a different, More than a just different, a one-time a different thing. form. Yeah. It's a different, like, television. You keep coming back kind. to it. Yeah. And it's tradition and it's, you know, your team and, you know, it's very sort of taps into the human tribal thing. So you're saying about, you're talking about watching hockey. Do you have a particular team that you're going to cheer for? Um, just like I, the way I vote for or cheer for hockey or any sports team is just what I think of their logo. 
Right. And so uh, I like the Detroit Tigers in baseball. Detroit, Detroit Tigers, Boston Red Sox, and the Oakland A's. In nice. hockey, I like the the Pittsburgh Penguins and uh, the Detroit Red Wings. And uh, what about the Anaheim Mighty Ducks? No. Well, the the Ducks. I don't think they're a team anymore. Are they? I have no idea. Anyway. I like the movie, the cartoon. The <laughs> yeah, that was, was great. fucking awesome. I had a, an action figure of like yeah, the big that duck. Yeah, that was a great cartoon. He like cranked up his arm and like in the commercial he broke ice cubes. Nice. Uh, he never actually broke ice cubes. I've tried it. Uh, but anyway, um, to conclude my New York trip and also my sports watching uh, weird uh, explosion, me and Mike, Mike is going to meet me Sunday afternoon at 1 p.m. for the Jets Broncos football game. We're going to go to um, MetLife Stadium, which is where the Super Bowl was last year. Nice. And we're going to go to a football game. So that's what's happening with me this weekend. Cool, man. Yeah, I'm just making a turducken and my roommate's going to make brisket. Brisket. Who's making brisket, Josh? Yes. That's fucking awesome. Brisket rules. Yeah, he does it with uh, Coca-Cola. Oh, interesting. So it's sort of like, well, I know they use Coca-Cola in barbecue sauce. Yeah, no, it's like a, a marinade. It makes it very soft and sweet. Ooh. And uh, Where does yeah. he get the brisket from, the butcher? Or? Yeah, he's got a particular butcher. I don't remember the name of oh, the cool. place. but Josh seems cool. like a really cool guy that I never talked to. Uh, you've talked to him a few times. We've We've met like 12 times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never had a conversation once. But um, well, no, he's hard. He's hard to get to know. He's on, a, on a personal level. That's yeah, sure. yeah. He he's very like friendly and nice and cool, but it's always this kind of surface charm. Yeah, it's you know? it, yeah surface charm and just. But uh, I'm sure I'm sure he's a fascinating guy. No, that's true. And it, like a really yeah, it's true. But guy. no, but when you meet him, like, he's when you're very much kind of like the area. surface, and he's like, oh, thanks. And he's like, my pleasure. Yeah. And I could, it sounds really genuine, but I could tell it's not. No, that's just the service <laughs> industry thing going on. Yeah, I'm on. sure it is. I'm sure if you're just a bartender for that long, you just develop that shit. Exactly. Yeah. I bartended on um, Monday evening, and it was so fucking dead. Two people came in from Vancouver. This is at Sparrow? No, this is at, uh, or at uh, um, B, at B, B, the, the place at the B. We're not allowed to say it? I don't know. Blizzards. Blizzards. So I worked there on, on Monday night. Works there. And uh, it was so dead. Two people came in from Vancouver. Had two drinks each. Uh, my friend Hadi came in. Hung on with me for a while. The DJ was there. One other person. What came day into of the, the week bar. was this? Monday. Monday night. One other person came into the bar. And Everybody's at Caroba. <laughs> I know. I know. So I made uh, six dollars. You made six <laughs> fucking big ones. Uh, I made six dollars. <laughs> it was amazing. Well, plus your wage, though, right? No, I I don't get hourly. Oh, you know that's right. Oh fuck. <laughs> that's the thing. It's the same idea. I don't get paid anymore. So for what is that? There. Like twelve cents an hour or something? Yeah, I was there from ten to one. 10, 11, 12, 1. That's three hours divided three by hours six. Three hours divided that's, by six. Okay, that's two dollars an, an hour. hour. That's Woo! not bad. That's better than the, what they make in China. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. Although I think things cost less there. Um. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know how money. Do. I don't know how money works. Have you ever heard the podcast Planet Money? No. It's an offshoot of This American Life. 
as and they a, just talk about money well they supposedly talk about like economics but in an accessible interesting way sure so they like have tell, you heard about freakonomics no Ooh. is that a similar thing uh yeah they've got a podcast um they did a movie they've got a book and it's all about using economics um like the mathematical idea of economics to chart and predict everyday things okay so they had like in the movie they had something about like um oh that's right the there was a movie of it too of okay. cheating uh of like called games in sumo wrestling and just like a whole or the um the idea that like if you are somebody who has a weird name uh-huh. a very strange name does that create um who you are on a personality based level uh-huh. throughout your life or is it the fact that your parents were the kind of people to give you a weird name and those are the people who raised who raised you, you therefore you're going to yeah. be a bit weird and yeah they they broke that down into like a mathematical formula which really? is pretty cool yeah it, it's it's cool I, I don't know the movie itself i don't remember a lot from it other than the other than those two stories have you heard about the new this american life show there's a new one serial it's the first this american life spin-off Okay, with who? Like, what's the point? One of the producers of This American Knife, Life named... <laughs> this American Knife. This That's American a good name knife. for podcast. This American Knife, stabbing you in the back every Thursday, or whatever. Ba-da-do-shing. Um, No, one of the producers from This American Life, uh, Sarah Koenig, who... Okay. She's Anyway, she's one of the producers. Bravo for remembering that name. Well, I've just heard it over the last couple of days. Sure, and, sure. And uh, she started her own sort of offshoot that's directly from this american life like they both talk about it on their on their podcasts and stuff but um it's uh it's called serial and it's it's really fascinating it's this there's episodes out already uh, there's two maybe three now okay so you've listened to all of them i've heard the i've heard part of the first one okay but i heard it at my house so it wasn't i wasn't in podcast listening i wasn't commuting or working that's the thing i can't listen to podcasts at home no no, there's no no way sometimes i'll watch video clips here and there but Give them curious, like what? Yeah. Anyway, go on about this. Uh. But um, she uh, is tracking this uh, case of this um, high school kid who was convicted of murdering his ex-girlfriend. But he's also like the most charming, nicest guy ever. Who like had a Ted Bundy No motivation at all to do it. Okay. But did he do it? That's the thing. Oh, Nobody knows. So it's, okay. this, it's this really badass investigative journalism of where she's breaking down the case and talking to the family and like is it the, the and same I, case over the next few episodes or is it the whole podcast is this one case oh wait you know what i heard i heard about like the introduction to this offshoot yeah well, off it, of the um the the doctor with the same name this american life like one of the women who was involved in that podcast uh-huh. uh, i don't remember the name of that uh, Bob doctor Koenig or whatever yeah, who yeah. Was the ad exec who, who oh, claimed that he okay yeah 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 yeah. cool that one um and they played that clip from mad men Wow. Yeah, so Sarah Koenig's father was the guy who wrote the ads for, um, like, he came up with the, the lemon, like the Volkswagen yeah, yeah, lemon yeah. ad. And they say this line in, Meg, in Mad Men, like, John Draper says, it's got Bob Koenig's name written all no over it. It's like, actually, you say his name Koenig. <laughs> they said that. So it's a real American dude. Life. Yeah, 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 it's a okay, real dude. cool. Yeah. It's really funny. Um, so anyway, that's a, that's a, a podcast that I'm actually really looking forward to following. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, but it's, it sucks I, when you find out about something like that, like a podcast or a TV show where you have to wait for the next one weekly. It's not just you just discovered this pile of episodes. But you know what? That's almost better for your own health. 
not being yeah. able to binge something. But now I don't. I can't. I'm not binging anything right now. I'm always waiting for the next one. Right. That's cool. And if with, I don't have time, I, I just got this new phone. Like with the with the one that I was trying to use before the podcast was not. What did you get? An option. iPhone six or an I iPhone five? I just got the same one that I had before it broke. What is it? A four? Just a five S. Oh five. Okay. Yeah. And now I can actually listen to podcasts. Cool. Trying to click on one isn't like a three and a half minute ordeal. It just happens. The smashed phone. Yeah. So I listened to the last four episodes of Radio Lab today. <laughs> Juicer Voss. Yeah, Juicer Voss. Um, Juicer Voss uh, was The great. John Turner Adams one. I haven't heard that one yet. Is okay. It yeah, it is really good. It reminds me a little bit of the the episode that they devoted to Loops with uh, John Pasinski. Okay. Uh, but so that was they, just like one chapter out of the right. Whole Loops this episode. this entire episode has everybody should listen to the Loops episode of Radio Lab. It's great. Fucking awesome. It's, it was the one that really hooked me because it had this cool story of this musician and then this woman who like lost her memory and it yeah. would come back every two minutes until it eventually she became back to normal but she had this weird form of amnesia where she would just have the same conversation over and over and over and over again because she would forgetting. It was like, it was like 50 first dates or something like that. But hmm. Which is an amazing film. Have you read any um, Oliver Sacks? No, but I know he's on uh, Radiolab all the time. Yeah, he's been on Radiolab a what, few times. What books does he have out? Uh, he's got, um, I don't know if this if it's the name of a book, uh, but have you ever seen the film, the Penny Marshall film, Awakenings? No. What is that? It's um, Robert De Niro and um, Robin Williams. And uh, Robin Williams is acting as Oliver Sacks. Um, who's like this, uh, I guess, neurobiologist? Mm-hmm. I don't know, neuro something. Neuroscientist? Don't quote me on that. It's, oh, Brain I feel really dumb. Man. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> so he was working with some people in the 60s who had been basically in catatonic states since the 20s. Um, they were kids who developed, uh, all. this is all set in New York, who developed this disease. Nobody knows what happened, but anyway, they started like seizing up and then they never spoke again for like 30, 40 years. And so Oliver Sacks' character, um, played by Robin Williams, comes into this hospital. Rest in peace. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, good point. Um, but anyway, he comes into this hospital, sees all these people in wheelchairs, and through a combination of music and this drug called L-Dopa, which is like, I guess, a, a, a dopamine enhancer or something like that. These people start waking up so he can dance with them if he plays music from their time. Or he can, um, Whoa, you know, as they're weird. playing music from their era, um, they'll start to sing along. Or he can throw a tennis ball and they'll catch it. And so this guy, Oliver Sacks, who's a real human being, um, is saying, like, yo, these people can wake up. They're in there, you know? Like, it's been the 40 years of just like, carting them around on wheelchairs, changing their diapers. And so he like doubles or triples the dose of L-Dopa that he's supposed to be giving them. And then Robert De Niro's character, who at the beginning of the movie, he was like six years old in New York, just like seized up and then never did anything again. He wakes up. And so Robert De Niro is like a 40-year-old dude. He wakes up still thinking he's six years old. And so he looks at How have I never heard of this ever? This it's sounds like, like one of the... It's what really year did this cool. come out? Uh, I think in the late 90s, early 2000s. Weird. Yeah. And so he it's wakes like up and he looks at himself in the mirror and he has to learn how to shave and everything. And he's still like this, maybe not six, maybe like 12 years old. Okay. And so um, 
Robin Williams or Oliver Sacks brings him around the city. Weird things happen, and he ends up getting back into a catatonic state. But anyway, Oliver Sacks has written um, uh, a book called, I think it's called Musicophilia. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Um, and uh, maybe it's not this book in particular, but he's got uh, a book where he writes about people who have really, really strange uh, interactions with, me- with music. So there's a doctor who had never, you know, he listened to classic rock on the radio, whatever. And he was um, struck by lightning. And he was in the hospital for a few weeks. And then all of a sudden he had this insane urge to listen to classical music. And so he bought as many classical music pieces as he could I on remember a this. CD I remember or this. on LP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden he's like, no, I need to play music. And so he bought himself a piano, and through throughout this point, he was learning classical pieces, and then he thought, like, no, I need to actually compose something. Throughout this time, apparently, he was so obsessed with the piano that he lost his wife, he lost his kids, like, he lost his job. Wow. And then ended up writing this thing called the Lightning Sonata. And so this guy who had never played piano in his entire life, a year and a half or something like that, a very short amount of time, after being struck by lightning, he composed this amazing sonata. Wow. I wish we could play it. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd like to pull look it up. It up. Pull it yeah. up. Lightning Sonata. Um, and there's another um, woman that he interviewed that um, she didn't understand music in the sense that like she would try to listen to music and it would just come out as noise. She couldn't dance. She had no idea of um, rhythm or anything like that. And uh, yeah, it just sounds insane. Like it's, I feel like it's something that we take for granted the ability to listen to and understand music. Okay, yeah. So Tony, not only Sicoria, take for granted, but it's completely weird. Yeah, how just a certain varying musical tones, which is essentially just how fast sound waves yeah. are traveling, yeah, creates it, the it, most it emotional response you could have, like out of any art form. I think no, out of any fucking art form, the, the it transcends language. You don't have to be able to speak the same language as anyone else on the planet. But you know that a minor chord sounds sad. You know that a major chord sounds happy. Uh, a guy I uh, used to study music with, um, he uh, said there's only four types of chords. There's happy, sad, funky, and spooky. Those are the four. I don't agree with that. Well, I feel you, like you, you should get bring, such more emotion out of uh, like between well, okay, those no, four no, but, types. But those are just those are just co- like single chords, not like a song, not like a whole. I feel like there's some seventh chords that I've heard that sound like a question mark. Do-lo-lo-lo. Like, Bring. well, I obviously can't do a seventh chord. <laughs> My fucking voice does one note, but. You know what I'm saying, like like that weird like sus yeah. four or something on the end. That just I mean, I think it's like one of those things where you could you if you whatever you played, you could say, oh, that's just whatever it is. This right, might right. be kind of reductive, but I thought it was a funny funny thing to say. Four. Okay, okay, I buy that. We'll revisit that later. We'll break out a guitar and we'll talk about the happy, sad, funky, spooky theory. <laughs> happy, sad, funky, spooky. Um, see. This is the point where I wish I had album. like my yeah happy sad spunky fooky <laughs> <laughs> spunky fooky happy I mean, sad 
Sappy had spunky pooky. <laughs> there we go. Somebody got a text message. I wonder what it says. Oh, it's from my friend. Anyway, we're so popular. <laughs> so popular that we get text messages while we're podcasting. I haven't gotten Nobody knows that we're doing this. Uh, anyway, I wish I had my computer plugged into some kind of thing. I feel like that's the next step. I've got enough channels on this um, uh, interface. But anyway, we're watching this guy. So this is Lightning your computer Sonata. speakers going into the microphone. This is the Lightning Sonata. What's the guy's name again? Tony. What? Tony Sicoria. Tony Sicoria. This should be our intro music. Yeah. Anyway, let's. Uh, next. Hey, that's something. That's another thing we should do. We should start coming up with intro music. We should I have. Feel a, we like should we come up with a jingle of some sort. We should just spend some time in the studio, and this is like planning that should happen maybe off the air. But we should come spend some time in this recording studio playing with drum machines, guitars, pianos, keys. Let's just do it all a cappella. And we'll come up with our own theme song. We'll do it all a cappella. Go. It's very Bollywood. <laughs> W B E Z. I thought that was the coolest sounding network name because it was like W B E Z. B E Z. But it's it's just all of those letters. W B E Z. Chicago. Chicago. I'm Ira Glass. <laughs> Have you heard that American Life? No. It's this weird parody podcast of this American Life. And so you have this, the host is this guy who's doing an impression of Ira Glass. No fucking way. And I, th- I thought it was a different version of This American Life. <laughs> okay. And there was, there's a, there's one or two episodes of This American Life where Ira Glass has a cold. So his voice sounds a bit croakier, croakier than normal. <laughs> sure. And so when I was hearing this impression of him, I thought it was just Ira with a cold. But that's, that's what dude? it sounds is like. Is it on a radio It's just some fucking just some dude. dude. And is he's like, any good? and now we're going to the mark Marin podcasting <laughs> course and it's it's it was actually kind of funny this one section it was uh, this guy doing a mark Marin impression teaching people how to podcast and he's like i don't know what's wrong with me <laughs> well damn that that sounds like a great idea i feel like that's the perfect way to milk off somebody else's podcast is do a good job at parodying them and the guy's name is Ira Class. Oh wow! Anyway, try to listen. Listen to that. I'm curious okay. to what you think. I, okay. I I couldn't get through it. Like it, there was a couple of funny parts, but it wasn't. I didn't think it was that great. I've got so much podcast backlog to deal with after like a month without a phone. It's like one of those good problems. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a, not that bad of a problem. <laughs> it's like uh, you haven't seen The Wire. I watched the first few episodes of The Wire, but never really. I don't know. Apparently, you're supposed to watch it for longer to get hooked. I don't know. It's one of those shows didn't. that doesn't explain anything or 
give you any hints as it to who these characters are. It just didn't seem that special to me. I don't know. Keep watching. That's all I'll say. Well, or not. Like it, you might not like it. That's totally fine. Like some people just don't like some shows that I have. You seen uh, True Detective? Fucking yeah! That's the, one of the best shows ever. It's amazing. Did you listen to the last uh, or one of the last three Radio Lab podcasts? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. And they tied in the it dust with of this the, in the dust of this planet and the whole wow. like Jay Z shirt. Yeah, you know I watched that. It was on TV when I was just like trying to fall asleep, and that tour was on. Like, I looked up a, the Jay Z video. Is that are they like making a movie or something? No, it was like apparently the biggest tour of all time. Uh-huh. Jay Z and Beyonce on and the run tour. Whole, yeah, I've been watching some of those cities. clips because well, you told me like the music from it was like it really was good. actually really fucking good. I but is it just like thing. the Beyonce hits like Drunk no, in Love like and an stuff like that? Hour and a half of them just doing like audio visual, like yeah, amazingness. Like they do a really good job. And it's weird because I saw that video with the thing on the back of his jacket before I watched or before I listened to the podcast. So it was like this weird callback to like two years. What was craziest about that was when they talked to the costume designer who does everybody. Exactly. She does like Jay-Z and like What they said is like she is responsible for the fashion sense of most human beings on this planet. Yeah, totally. Which is totally true. Like if that's what you do, you have such a wide reach on... The entirety of the human planet. And she was so nonchalant about it too, which is cool. Yeah, she's like, oh yeah, I got to send this book to Jay. And she's like, like oh, oh I, yeah, I was just like looking around and I thought <laughs> I saw this. I thought it looked cool. So like I made that yeah. one of the most viewed things ever Yeah, by people. You know what? It, it's when they were talking about how they think, or like at least this one guy thought that nihilism, when they asked the question, like, do you think nihilism in this generation is more prevalent than it was before or right. more poignant than it, what is, than it was before? Because it's been around since the 1800s. As a, as and the a guy said, yes. Philosophical concept. And the guy said, yes. And I totally identified with it. You know, you hear these things coming out about the fact that they have to completely rethink this idea about climate change because they mispredicted it by... 25 or more percent negatively so they thought it was going to be good and then it turns out it's actually 25 percent worse like and they changed the um i guess the term for climate change prevention to adaptation right because we can no longer prevent it we just have to yeah yeah, yeah. like everybody says apparently all scientists now say like yes there is climate change is real it is 100% caused and by human activity. it's been real for a long time and, and we haven't done anything about it. It's gotten as bad to the point where we can't stop it now. So yeah. it, it's like Waterworld. It's like Waterworld and also I feel like the only insurance plan against extinction from either global warming or an asteroid or whatever it is, is colonizing some other planet. Yeah. You know, like the only way to prevent against complete and utter destruction is, you know... Spreading your cards a little bit, getting on another rock. Yeah. We need a moon base and we need a Mars base. That's the first step. At the, that's at the very least. That, that's what we should have now, but we don't yet. Well, yeah, we went there, what, 45 years ago? Or did we? <laughs> <laughs> um, I almost want to say it's a valid question, but I feel like we did. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a government shill, but... It's one of those I feel th- like we did. Like, we might be living in the Matrix. Man, I think about that all the time. All the time. I feel like I'm close. Like, if I were to be in the Matrix, and like, you know how some people just like break out of it? 
I feel like I'm close. If it were to be the Matrix. You feel like you're the you're the one, you're Neo? No, no, I don't feel like I'm the one. No, not even close. But I feel like Or you're like part of the resistance. I don't know. I don't know. But I feel like <laughs> I don't know. I s the way that things operate, like I don't know, I watched a Louis Theroux documentary, uh, LA Stories, the second episode Which called one? Life or Death. I don't think I've seen that one. It's about Is that where he's dealing with uh like terminally ill people exactly yeah yeah, yeah yeah so he goes into a hospital he talks with, like with three people and they've got either cancer or like they're just getting over cancer and their wounds aren't healing but basically like you were in the room with louis Theroux and people getting told like listen we tried as hard as we can but all we can do for you is offer you a more comfortable way to die and so you have about two right. weeks so we can send you home you can be with your family blah 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 and just like I don't know, not in terms of like, I guess the matrix, but like, I kind of imagine it as a computer program. So, you know, in a computer program, things delete themselves, things are being deleted, things get corrupted. I feel like that's kind of more of a connection than like the idea of the matrix, like machines ruling everything. But like the idea that maybe we're just kind of Sims, like if we're living in a hologram or if we're living in a simulation, like all these things would make sense on the level of just being programs that are being like deleted or upgraded or yeah. enhanced or my my feeling about that is like i think humans are relatively pretty advanced compared to a lot of the universe but the universe is so fucking big that's it there's, that there's like, no way to compare it's bigger than we know it's bigger than we can even have any possible way of understanding it's even just the idea of something beyond human understanding is just like a human construct like it goes i'm positive that like the universe is just way 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 more complex than we could possibly yeah. even think about you know like exponentially so yeah like we've got a, a nice little set of rules that makes sense and when you think about it it's like it's insane what you can do with the rules of the universe uh -huh. like they've got a have you and, heard and, about and Rosetta? And the universe just in terms of what we perceive of it. Right. Yeah. But have you heard of Rosetta? No, what is that? Rosetta is a satellite that they launched. I think it's the European Space Agency that launched it. Um, between t 10 and 12 years ago, they launched this um, satellite. They used uh, the gravitational pull of a, a few different planets in our solar system. So, like, I don't know exactly which planets, but say it was Mars. They launched it towards Mars. They knew it would rotate around Mars a few times and then shoot off in the other direction, rotate around another planet, shoot off in that same direction. They predicted it, like, dozens of years in advance. And now it is rotating around uh, an asteroid. And what it's going to do is it's going to land on the asteroid, take samples of an asteroid. No one in human history has ever had any interaction with an asteroid outside of the fact that like it may have like burned into our atmosphere and crashed right so this is the experience of being able to see what an asteroid is made of and if we can mine asteroids for like precious metals or if we know that one's coming towards earth if we can divert it mm -hmm. which is fucking insane it, it's absolutely insane and it makes me feel like i'm not really doing anything like think of the people who run this thing 
who run the space yeah. program. It's just like, well, I'm really doing nothing to contribute to society at all. One of the best, well, <laughs> I was in this acting class once where everybody, and it was, it, it was, it was acting class based on the Meisner technique, which is just this way of approaching acting where you start with, instead of picking up scripts and just acting at scenes and getting critiqued on it, you just start with yourself. And you just have these very simple, what's called repetition exercises, where you just make an obs- you sit with a partner and you make an observation about them, like of either their behavior or something physically about them. Like yeah. I'd say, Evan, you're wearing a low cut shirt, <laughs> and then it's true. And then you'd have to repeat, I'm wearing a low cut shirt. I'm wearing a low cut shirt. But okay, the, so let's just try it. You're you're wearing a low cut shirt. I am wearing a low cut shirt. You're wearing a low cut shirt. I'm wearing a low cut shirt. Right, and so you just. The idea is to use those very simple things to basically just listen to how people are saying it, what their attitude is about that. Like I could say you're wearing a low cut shirt and you could be like, I'm wearing a low cut and get defensive. Like, right. And so it's not and about the shirt. The it's about, it's about how, and so you're picking up on people's intentions and like basically people's real feelings about right. things. Even if it's something about as simple as a low cut shirt, you're, uh, you're just working off behavior. No, yeah, yeah. I know what you're you saying. Know? And so, but that was really freaky for a lot of people, you know? to just work from their own feelings in the moment in, a, in front of a class. Yeah. A lot of people just froze up and got nervous. And, it, and the teacher was having a really hard time with this group. Well, I feel like a lot of people think that acting is about being somebody who you're not. Exactly. But exactly. it's the exact opposite. It's about being who you are it's and about, it, trying it's to channel It's about expanding your else. identity, I yeah. think. That's why, the way I look at it. And it's like... Um, I really want to get back into acting, man. It's been a yeah, long yeah, yeah. time. It's been a long time. It's one of the trippiest things ever to do, yeah. but it's it's fun. And but anyway, the, <laughs> it was this beautiful moment where the teacher, who's this amazing acting teacher named Jacqueline McClintock, who died of cancer, and so she rest in peace. But she's just screamed at the class. She's like, "This is fucking acting. It's not. I'm going in for a lung cancer fucking examination." You don't. Yeah, this is just too much fucking act. This is just acting. Why are yeah. you so nervous? It's nothing. It has nothing to do with anything. Why are this? It's not like you're a doctor. It's not like lives are in your hands. It's not like you're this scientist who's on the forefront of human knowledge, like yeah. figuring out how to ex- <laughs> like save the humanity. You're pl- you're fucking pretending. This is what you're doing. You're just playing make believe. And did that help? Or- it helped me for yeah. sure. Maybe not in that specific class. Not like <laughs> right. instantly, I was a better actor. Yeah. But it, it stuck with me, and like that helps me, you know, on the whole, just relax about it. Because mm-hmm. like any art form you're doing, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Even Shakespeare, humanity's gonna be over eventually. <laughs> Nobody eventually, will care. Yeah. The universe is indifferent. So, what that to me does, it, it it you know, it could go one way and say like, oh, what's the point? But it, you know, right. to me, it's just purely liberating. It's like yeah, that's amazing. Then I'm just then you're just relaxed whenever you're picking up your guitar. You're just relaxed whenever you're approaching a script. Mm. Like, why don't just try to have the most fun that I can have doing yeah. this? You know, and not worry about what other people think. I guess exactly, exactly, because it doesn't fucking matter. Like, who gives a shit? Well, you're much better at that than I am. I'm not even good at it. Like, it's well, easier. no, you are. Like, like, believe me, you are. Well, uh, maybe, but like. It does, like I. It's easy. To, it's uh, my point is like it's easy to say that. Like it's hard. Like I care enormously about what people. Well, think no, I, I. I know it's and easy it, to and say it, it, but to the like, point where it does affect me. Like I think, like I could say the same thing about you because only because I'm not you living your right. life. Like yeah, you know, I think every, the grass is always greener in a way when you're looking at other people's lives. True, but no, the things that you've told me about just not giving a shit uh, have really rung true, and it's just it's hard 
to do. It's hard it's to hard do, but to it's do. hard to do for me too. It's not like I'm amazing at it. It's not like I don't give a shit about what people think because I right. know for a fact that I do yeah. a lot of the time, you know, but like being aware of it and telling I know that you're story, better at brushing it off your shoulder though. Uh, sure. Maybe on the surface. Yeah. Well, all right. Anyway, I appreciate right. it. I pre- appreciate it. It's very nice of you to say. Very nice of you to say. But you're not so bad yourself, so don't don't compare. It's like comparing yourself to others is a whole other thing. Like it's just, you know the it's same story. A whole story. other thing. You never you never want to do that. It's a bad idea because the minute you start comparing yourself to another person, like they have so many problems that they're dealing with that you're not even aware of, like. <sighs> Yeah, everybody has their own little world. Everybody has their own little world. Going to, like going on the metro. Or like I don't even know for one hundred percent fact that you're a real person. You could be just. Anyway, this is getting into just stoner babble, but mm. <laughs> that's true. It's called solipsism. Solipsism. Anyway, you can talk about solipsism. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> well, it's true. Ender brings up a good point that like. I could just be a figment of his imagination. He could just be a character involved in, I don't know, say I was in a coma or something like that. This could all be a dream, or if anybody has seen Waking Life by Linklater, the idea that maybe you live your entire life within the span of the moment between life and death. So say you die. The idea that some people's life flashes before their eyes. What if the amount of time time doesn't become an issue at that point say you die so you get shot in the chest or shot in the head or whatever shrek bites off your top torso that amount of time between when you're alive and dead could be an infinite amount of time i could be living the idea of what my life had been before i died that's kind of why if i were to choose one way to die it would definitely be falling out of a plane. I haven't decided whether the ideal way to fall out of a plane to die would be with or without a parachute. One of the reasons to do it with a parachute is that you have like you know, a couple minutes to think about your life and think about the fact that you're about to die. And you have the option the entire time to pull the chute. And if you didn't, it would be more of a, like a, you know, conscious decision that you are making to yourself but i also feel like the experience that you would have falling to the ground without a parachute knowing that you didn't have a backup plan would be absolutely surreal i don't want to die in a hospital bed i guess dying in like a high speed accident or some other way where you died instantly would be pretty okay i don't want to die in like a a fire or drowning or something like that if i had the option to do it aside from i guess going peacefully in my sleep next to people that i love would be falling out of a plane falling out of a plane and having a couple minutes to think about your entire life before you hit the ground would be sounds really heavy well it's not that heavy it's based on like, the last few words i heard I'm not that heavy. I'm actually kind of skinny. You're pretty. You're pretty skinny. You're pretty slight, Evan. Yeah, I'm a bird. <laughs> oh God. Oh. <laughs> so I did what Andrew did last time, in a different kind of way. In a different way. Instead of opening a carbonated thing, it just he just spilled beer all over his crotch. Uh, no, I actually got it opened. in between. In right in between. Okay. Yeah. 
Good I'm thing okay. you, your bulge isn't that big. <laughs> it's not that big. Although, I had this really interesting interaction with this guy in the park at John uh, Moss Park yesterday. Go I met, on. <laughs> I met up with a couple of friends. We were drinking wine and beer in the park. And this guy came up to us. You know, have you ever been just sitting in the park with a beer or some wine and just some random person comes up, sits down next to you? They're obviously very drunk and they just want to talk. Yeah, yeah. So it was one times. of those. Okay. They just have some shit to get off their chest or something. His name was Iggy Mulligan. Iggy Mulligan. And he was talking... Name. Well, I think it was because I'd, I'd seen him in the What's exact same situation. Way? I don't know. Who cares? N- um, nobody. Nobody cares. <laughs> uh, we are at an hour and a half. Wow. Okay. More than like... 10 minutes is what I thought. <laughs> so anyway, this guy comes up, he's talking to us and whenever I'm in, like, I feel like I'm kind of a weirdo magnet because I don't just pretend that the person doesn't exist. I'll look them in the eye. I'll engage them. Like whether it's somebody asking for change or somebody just like, yeah, randomly coming up to you. In a well, park, I feel like, like that's why most people don't engage with people around them is yeah, because I know. A lot of t- it's just very time consuming to, there you go again, spilling all over the place. It's very, but it's it's very time consuming to really listen to everybody. So like that's yeah. why most people are just like pretend that people don't exist. But around I can't them. do it, man. I can't do it. I'm thinking like well, if I were in your good... situation, like, come on, like people are people. Anyway, this guy sits down. Well, you look at most for... people like that, and they just that's literally all they want is just somebody to listen to them. I know, and that's exactly what this guy wanted. Yeah, he was uh, like he was with. <laughs> I'm sure he was sitting down with another. Group it's like the zoo story. Yeah, you know, exactly it's exactly like, like that. Exactly like this guy. Look up the play by Edward Albee. We weren't on a park bench. Story. We're just yeah, sitting yeah. in a park. Okay. And so anyway, he comes out to us. He's talking, and whenever I get in this situation, I get this insane impulse to just lie. Just make shit ass. up. Yeah, it's just because like, why not? It's funny. Why not? Exactly. So I told him that I played online poker, and that I had a net worth of one point one million dollars. And then I ran a brothel in Tennessee. Nice. In Tennessee, just like, okay. Yeah, just like so much bullshit. And finally got to the point where it was just like, it was too much bullshit for his brain to handle. He was just like, okay, I'm going. And he left. Like, you mean he realized you were making stuff up or? No, it was just so complicated. Like he was so drunk and I kept talking he, about He like, just couldn't keep up with yeah, your string of lies. Exactly. But like <laughs> it was so many weird things going on. He was just like, wait, but, but, but you played right. poker to get the brothel or you... Uh, well, there's probably a language barrier too. No, I spoke mostly in French with him. Oh, you did? Oh, he was just too drunk. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. That's anyway. fine. I, I mean, I imagine myself. Sometimes when I'm really drunk and I just want to be like, hey, there's some people. Hey. Yeah. Life. Ha ha. Yeah. And they're just Look like... Look at us. And they're just like, fuck off. I'm like, you're you're not really engaging with your existence. <laughs> Mine, if I wasn't drunk, I'd just be like exactly the same. Did you see the supermoon this morning? Uh, I saw some supermoons, like just the moon in the skies. Or sorry, um, the uh, blood moon. In, what I meant in to the say. evening. I saw, yeah, it looks sort of yellowy. I have terrible vision and I don't wear my glasses anymore. It didn't anymore, start so till like really... 5 a.m. Okay, I didn't see anything. Okay. <laughs> it was kind of cool. It was yeah. a little cloudy at first, but we got like a little brief peak. I wish I still had my telescope. I used to have a ju- like a five and a half foot Keep long talking about that. Newtonian telescope that I would I would observe the night sky from my home on Bowen Island. And uh, no, little to no light pollution. There was a little stuff over the bay, but I would just like, 
this was like my last summer before I left for university to move to Montreal. This is like either grade 11 or grade 12, one of those two. And I just bought, spent like 300 bucks on this like giant Newtonian telescope. So what you don't realize about uh, telescopes is that it doesn't, the, the most important thing is what's called aperture, which is basically the uh, diameter of the lens on the end of it. They're not, not even a lens, just the opening, because the way a Newtonian telescope works is it's just a giant tube that then takes in light and there's a mirror on the back that then focuses all of that light that's coming in to a very small point. So you're taking a section of the sky, but then is because it has a, um, I guess it's a concave mirror, I think, focuses it to then a smaller mirror that then reflects through the eyepiece that you look at. And that's how you uh, see the sky. And so I, I as, a, as a teenager, I had this telescope and I sold it for like 500 bucks or something. I, I spent like $600 on this telescope. And I, I, I spent it because I wasn't going to take it to Montreal because it'd be pointless with all the light pollution. 100 bucks isn't that big of a loss. No, 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 not at all. And like this other person is going to get amazing use out of it on Bowen, you know, on Bowen Island where I'm from. I'm from the humble golf island of Bowen Island. Golf, West you called it golf island? Golf island, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. What's the Gulf? It's like the Gulf of British Columbia, or does it have a name? The I just know it as like Vancouver and then Vancouver. Island. It's not like the Gulf. It's just the Gulf, like the Gulf of Mexico, or right, right. But it doesn't have a name. Like the Gulf of Mexico is the Gulf mm. of Mexico. I think a Gulf. I don't. Fuck. I don't even know. <laughs> a Gulf is just. It's like, like an offshoot of the ocean. It's like a big bay. I yeah, think. Yeah. Is what a. a from the ocean. Or it's just like off the coast kind of thing. Any, I don't know, Dick. Off look up, the coast. Off. Look up what golf means because we probably we don't know what it means. So I don't even know why you're listening to us talk right now. But <laughs> you are. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um. Well, here's the thing about this podcast. We don't have to <laughs> have a particular amount of time. The last episode was two hours and ten minutes. So we're at what one forty now? I'd say yeah, we're about an hour and forty minutes. We could end now. Let's end it. Or we could talk for another hour, <laughs> just because we say we will, and who knows what that kind of content that might generate. Or we could end it now, and it'd be totally fine. Let's, or less than an hour, like let's half an hour. Pretend to end it now. Okay, so let's just if, end it. Let's, if, fuck it. let's just end it now, like or if, not. <laughs> We could not get end it now. Who knows? What's gonna, I don't even know what's going to happen. Okay, so you'll look we, down if, at your iPod now, and you'll either see <laughs> you you know how much That's time no is secret. left. There's no secret in it's this like podcast. But what's trippy is we, we do not know. Wow. Isn't that fucked up? That's, that is that's really kind of cool. <laughs> Here's the thing: who the I feel okay. So I've seen a few YouTube videos on YouTube that are just like you know four or five views. Uh huh. But what's cool about that is like most of those are probably that guy. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. What, what, what I okay, you ruined my my <laughs> beautiful idea. The beautiful idea that I have is that like maybe five random people on the entire on planet clicked on it, watched it, and that counts well, as a view. Well, there's some that are like uh, like a hundred or two hundred, right? Where it's not that one guy accounting for all of it. I'm sure yeah. that I'm sure that that, that phenomenon does. Occur. There's actually a, a Google Chrome extension that you can get for Chrome that uh 
Yo, why are you? You're drinking the emptiness of a wine bottle. When There's I have an left. open beer. Yeah, you got an open beer. Well, you know what? But what it allows you to do is view YouTube videos with zero views. So it's just like up so it only opens it only opens wow, YouTube videos with zero views, which is great. There's um uh, a little subreddit community I'm involved not involved with but that I frequent called Deep Into YouTube. And it's just <laughs> like it's just YouTube videos that are just super weird, no context, like you know only the lower view count the better. But uh oh, there's some weird stuff on there. I bet you've sh- you've showed me some fucking gross <laughs> shit on the uh, uh, the undernet. Well, that that that's not the half of it. What well, what what are you thinking of? I'd like to the hear, e like fucked to, uh, videos. That's not even the worst stuff on there, man. Well, okay, well, okay. There's that, and then there's like people getting their heads cut off, and like people murdering kittens, and like people killing people. I don't know. Like, what's the most depraved shit you can think of? I'm sure is there. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. But you're the kind of guy who has this responsibility, you think, to watch That's the, thing. the most I feel gruesome like, shit I feel you like can. To me, I don't want anything to do with it. It's like, oh, here's a video of somebody stomping their high heels into a cat's skull. I'm like, I don't... I feel like somebody needs to see it. <sighs> somebody needs like to bear exists. witness. Well, no, truly. Yeah, you say that as you roll your eyes, but like, I feel like that's actually... You know, if it's out there... You have to see it. I, I disagree. I don't... Uh, really? The, what is what does it add to your life? It doesn't. It takes away from my life. Right. That's I why like, I think you shouldn't watch it. <laughs> but no, I don't know. I feel like if it's happened in the to world, to me, it just makes me feel bad. Yeah, and it should make you feel bad. Of course, it should. But why subject myself to that? Because why ignore it? Because it'll make me feel bad. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I feel like I, okay. I, I see if, what you're saying. Like you, you should. Um, you like, know. Okay. So say I was because it, because it's like an experience of like the uh, breadth of human experience. Exactly. So you should exactly. feel the okay. full and range so, of things. So okay. Fine. Like, turn I, it back on yourself. Think about if you were I don't know if you were an American journalist being beheaded. Uh huh. Would you? I guess not after you're dead, but before as it was happening. Would you think, God, I hope nobody watches this because this looks really bad? Or would you think, fuck, I hope people see this and so that this didn't happen for nothing? In that case, if it's the case of like a political execution? No, but execution? political or, or anything. Like if something bad happens to somebody, I feel like more people should be aware of it than not. I feel like watching the footage of somebody getting murdered or... You know what? Maybe you're right. I was about to say maybe watching the footage doesn't have an effect on it, but you know what? It it would. It would, you know? Like if you if you've actually gone and sat through videos of cruelty, it make it gives you it gets you a little bit closer to the thing itself instead exactly. of it being an abstract just something thing. that okay. happens that you don't have any idea Maybe I'm just a pussy to, then. Well, no, it's <laughs> tough, but that's the thing. Like, I don't know. I I've talked to you about it. I've talked to a few different people about it. And the first reaction that you get is like, oh my God, you're so fucked up. Like, why would you want to watch that stuff? But I don't want to watch it. It just feels like if it's there, it should be watched, you know? Like, there's I don't, a reason I don't, why it's there. I don't, I don't have that perspective on it that, like, I think you're gross for watching it. I just don't think by me watching gruesome cruelty is going to make me a different, better person. No, I don't think it's going to make me a different, better person in any way. But I feel like if or it's even there, necess- it should be watched. It should be watched. Well, no, that's that. That's all that I think. I don't think it's going to make me a different person. If anything, but it's why? Why like must? A, why should it be watched? If 
Because it's there. Just just because it's there. Just because it's there. What about like um, Andy Warhol's like eight hour movie of the Empire State Building? It's there. Yeah, it's there, but like I don't think the Empire State Building gives a shit. Like I don't know. I'm I'm purely talking about things that people would perceive as like why would you watch it because it's people in pain or people suffering or people dying, like. But it's because it's there. I kind of, I, I honestly, I kind of seek it out to tell you the truth. And it, it sounds weird, but like I seek it out. Like there's, there's different websites that show uh-huh. like people dying or people in the moment of like their faces death. of death and stuff like that. Yeah, ex- well, that was kind of not a hundred percent real, but like not a hundred. But there was, I haven't seen it, but there are there's supposedly footage of like people getting napalm sprayed on them and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, archival footage, but a lot of it is fake. Right. Anyway, um. Apparently there's another one. It's called like the uh, face the some. It's like a variation on the title, and it's way more gruesome and horrible. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like if it's there, it should be seen. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I I, I find like I don't have a filter. I think, like I will watch anything, yeah. man. Like, and for me, it's like, yeah, okay. It's like I think that's like a, a statement that is true for you. Yeah, like yeah, it, totally. For me, it should be for your. No, I'm not way, saying it should be. I'm just saying that's how. No, no, no. no I not am. should. I, I meant to say should be watched. Like that was the continuation right, right. of that sentence, and like for your subjective experience of life, it that's true. It should be watched. For me, I don't think that it should be watched. Pers- like, do you yeah. think it? Do you think I should watch that shit? You, like, would you say that? I to wouldn't other recommend it to anybody, but. Like, is that your opinion? Like, you think every like everybody should watch this? I feel like... Or do you think it's just, like, a, true of yourself? I think everybody should watch it. I, I really do. Like, I watched a video of a bunch of people in some part of Africa, mostly women, uh, older women, being thrown into a ditch and kicked and having flaming bushes thrown on them because they believed they were witches. Right. They believed they had... Uh, they were cursing the village. They believed they were witches. Yeah, I mean, I, and, do ag- I agree with you. Like, and it was the most horrible thing that I've ever fucking seen. But I feel like it's one thing to be told that this thing happened. And it's and another to thing actually to actually it. witness it. Uh-huh. And, I mean, I haven't done anything about it. I haven't... You know, gone over yeah, there and, but like, and punished I, people. I, I, but like, I, I, I feel agree, like it's though, important every, every that people case, know that that actually happened. To have a better idea of what the world is. It's better to tell the story than to not. Yeah, I agree. You know, like it, it's really easy to pretend. Especially that in a day and age cool. where you do have everything. You like, have access to it. Concretely recorded. Yeah. You know. It'd be one thing to be ignorant of it if you had no idea that it ever had happened. Right. Well, well you could extend the argument to like films that have unhappy endings yeah i do because then it's a similar thing it's like because you could you could watch a film with somebody uh like you could watch i've watched no country for old men which i think is a magnificent movie but i sit down and i watch that with my parents and they're like why did i watch this yeah this is just unhappiness and it ends the bad guy gets away the good guy is punished, and the main character is just left feeling completely pessimistic about the day and age he's in. Yeah, but why would I watch the this? Idea of, like, right, but it's it's. Film. I think it's a completely valid story and yeah. it's entertaining and yeah. it ha- is powerful as a work of art. You know, 
even though it doesn't necessarily end with like a, a you don't have to watch a movie just to feel good after right. you watched it right so maybe it's a similar thing when it but it's just extended instead of film it's like uh, just like the hu- the human experience it's like why yeah. am i watching vines of black people being hilarious <laughs> i could be watching just kittens being stomped on and people getting beheaded because that is a truth that exists in the world. So maybe I should yeah. expose myself to that once in a while. Uh, maybe I agree with you. I don't know. I don't know where I stand. I'm not going to go home tonight and type in gruesome shit because it's not. I'm just not that motive. I'm, I'm just not that. I guess I'm too pussy to do it because I just no, know. No, I wouldn't how say sh- that it's too pussy. It's I, just like it, it's weird. I know it's a weird thing that I do. And it. But it's know, not like if you think about it, it before. No, no, no. If you think about it, it's not that weird. It's a good thing to do. I, I actually agree with you. I think it is good to witness the like breadth of like. Uh, like the what people are capable of. Yeah. Like why just would, to know, just, just to, to know. know and to be aware. Like that's what people can do, because you do have a visceral, uh, like response to it for sure. Yeah. It's not 100%. experiencing it directly, but it fucks you up. It fucks you with your head, man. Like, I remember watching fucking that. What's that movie? Uh, um, the Lars Ventura movie with Willem Dafoe and uh, oh, Antichrist. Uh, Antichrist. Antichrist. Yeah. I remember after that movie. Yeah, that's I'm a good like, example of like, exactly oh, what I'm talking God. about. Oh, God. Like, a movie hasn't viscerally fucked me up yeah. in a long time, if ever, as the way that that movie did. Like it, Yeah, and it's exactly like that. It's something that you don't, you're not, you know, joyfully experiencing it. But, but, then, it, but then I look back and I'm like, hit you. am I, am I, like, am I, is my life enriched? because of witnessing that movie. And I would, you know, I would say yes. I would right. say yes. Yeah. So, maybe you're right. It's it's not something that I'm just like, I can't wait to go home and watch videos of people dying. Right. It's just like, you know, as I'm mindlessly clicking on things on my computer screen, it's just something that I'm like, well, you know, if I'm going to watch, you know, a video of a baby platypus yeah. getting tickled... <laughs> I guess the inter- internet for me is just such a fucking, like, comfort pillow device. Totally. You know, it's just like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you ever heard of uh, ASMR? No, what is that? Um, let me look up the actual definition before I butcher it. Um, ASMR. You know that tingly feeling sometimes... When you get a massage or somebody like touches your head or you go to the doctor, like that tingly feeling down the back of your neck and down your spine. Oh, yeah. That's uh, called ASMR. Oh, my God. I just clicked the wrong thing. Whenever a girl like nibbles my ear. Yeah. Autonomous sensory meridian response. It's exactly that. Like when a a girl brushes her lip against your ear, you know, or just like somebody like puts their nails down your chest just like yeah. that tingly feeling that you get in the back of your head i once had this 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 sort of girlfriend who i was a girl i was dating i guess for a while and she would do this thing where she would i would it would be dark in bed and this sounds really corny and stupid but yeah, yeah she would she would just like kiss my cheek while having no other part of her face touch my face except her lips it was just like Dude. And I get uh, like a fucking lightning bolt yeah, down my spine, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh. yeah, man, that is apparently called That's, autonomous and sensory what that meridian response. Wow. And so there's these things on YouTube called ASMR videos, and what it is is like, you have headphones in, 
and they do something called a binaural recording. So they have two mics set up on a dummy head, like a styrofoam model of somebody's head, and the microphones are situated in the dummy's ears. Uh-huh. And so they do the recording, and when you wear headphones of this recording, you can hear a full 360 of the room that they did. So there's like this one ASMR video where a woman walks around in high heels and you close your eyes and you can just hear her high heels walking from your right ear to your forehead, to your left ear, to the back of your head. Oh, and then weird. she takes scissors and she starts cutting your hair. And so you can hear the... Wow, that's so weird. Exactly where it would be on your head. And you get this insane trigger of the ASMR going on. You get it. Wow. That's fascinating. It's it's super cool. Yeah, look up um, 3D haircut. 3D haircut. 3D I want to have, have the 3D haircut. That'd be dope. Well, you just have to close your eyes when you're getting a haircut, and you get the same thing. That's true. <laughs> so, on that note... I think it, maybe we should end our, our cast. Yeah, let's do it. What are, are we at least at two hours now, or is it like almost two hours? I think we're pretty close. Um... I think two hours is a good... Number. I think it's perfect. I don't know if I could fucking talk for three hours. Maybe if we have a guest, it'll be a different story. Um, we're like nine minutes away. Whatever. Let's just end it. Let's just end it. Fucking um, over and out. Look forward to seeing you next Wednesday. Um, at this point, until next if Wednesday. you've discovered this now, you have just like all of these episodes to binge on. So <laughs> it's not like you were... For us, it's a week from now. So just yeah. think of that when you're tuning in next time. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for there's listening. there's anyone out there. Oh, there are. We there's be- anyone there. We believe in you. If there's anyone there, then thank you so much. All right. Uh, uh, until next Wednesday. Snoochie boochies.